And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. We are starting this one. <laughs> going to be <laughs> readjusting the mic for several seconds. If you hate the sound, uh, please tweet at us. I won't check the Twitter. Welcome back. This is it. This is the show. If you know uh, this voice, then you know who I am. <laughs> as you can see, it is bright as the Dickens. <laughs> Watch the video, youtube.com slash C comedy. Bright as the Dickens outside. Uh, listen, I found out something very important. So I've had Squarespace as the, the model site for the website. The model site? The host for the website. Cpluscomedy.com. And I've, so I've had that for the past seven years now. It's 2020, so it started in 2013. Yeah, seven years now. I didn't go anywhere else. I knew I wanted to go to Squarespace. They've been redesigning and doing some stuff over the past couple of years and just trying to make everything easier. This week. <laughs> so before you would have to, if you wanted to, it used to be like you used to pay 10 bucks a month and uh, or you know, one hundred twenty dollars a year. You can you can you can do anything you want, make any type of website you want, sell anything you want. Then they introduced these tiers, and then they made the tiers more expensive. Uh, they took away some functionality from the from the bottommost tier, which is what I pay for. Um, and now, uh, so now, like if you want to embed something or do some source coding, then you have to pay for the most expensive tier. Uh, oh, the air turned on. That's what that noise was. I was wondering what that noise was. You can't hear it. Probably, I don't know. So I'm sitting, I'm, uh, so this week, f- after like four years of not paying for the expensive, I feel like for, I think for a couple of months I paid for the expensive tier so I could have uh, some, so people could watch the video that's embedded from YouTube directly on the website. This week, I'm sitting there uh, just doing something on the website and then I have a, and then I have a thought. There's two types of embed buttons on Squarespace. This means nothing to nobody. I just want to tell the story because I'm very pissed. Two types of embed buttons. One is where you can embed like deep code, like deep video code. You can resize and all that stuff. And the other is just an embedding a video. <laughs> Guess which one is on the free tier? Embedding a video. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I thought I thought it was I thought it was two different things. I thought they were. I mean, I thought they were. I thought they were both the same thing. I thought you couldn't embed video. On the website, for for years, I thought this. I, I thought you know, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I have to pay for the expensive one. So after finding that out, and the only reason I found out was because I was I posted. Uh, sometimes I don't have my laptop on me, which is all the time. <laughs> if I if I if I'm at work or something, and I don't want to log in on my work computer because it's just too much of a hassle, which it is. You got to type in a password. Then I got to go do my authenticator app. And type in this, this two-factor authentication number. It's a whole thing. And I get this email from Squarespace that says, hey, did you log in? I don't want to deal with going. So the iPad has a Squarespace app. Went there, embedded embedded a news time a couple times, embedded the constitutionals a couple times. Bam, it's on the website. And I'm thinking, oh, am I bad bypassing the system? No, it's just a regular way to embed. So here we are. Uh, so this, so I discovered that this earlier this week, which is I think like Sunday. I think like Sunday. Sun, su- oh, Saturday. Saturday because I did... All of the constitutionals on Saturday. So I went through episode one to episode 146 of the constitutionals and I embedded every single video. 
So if you want to go to the website, cpluscomedy.com, and you click on any, you type in a, they're well tagged as well. So if you're looking for luminary, just type in luminary on cpluscomedy.com. Boom, you can find it. Uh, type in uh, Disney, you'll find one of the many thousand Disney stories I did on there. Link to the Constitutionalist, links to News Time. Speaking of News Time, guess who went back and embedded 281 episodes of News Time? It took me two hours. The Constitutionals took me a little over an hour, and I think I was just watching like Law and Order or something. And I was at home. And I was at home on a laptop, so it was just like a lot of me just doing this like in front of the TV. But then I was at work, and so I was able to do it there. And it took me two, a little over two hours. It was, ugh, God. But I wasn't doing anything at work because I, I knew I was just going to sit on YouTube and watch some stuff um, or write something. So I was just like, or write something. So I just did that. Uh, it was truly horrific. <laughs> My hands hurt. My uh, since I, we have Max at work, uh, we edit on Max. So my entire hand was like a claw. Like if you remember the episode of Friends where uh, Chandler and Phoebe, which is I think like one of like a handful of episodes where Chandler and Phoebe were communicating, <laughs> where they were friends hanging out, just them, just them two, uh, where they were playing. It was very late in the series. I think it's like season nine or ten where they were playing uh, Miss Pac-Man. I think, and it was the claw, the one with the claw. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Anyways, all that to say is, and, and then also I did it for uh, the shorts I shot, for the documentary I shot, for the cartoons that Chad and I shot, Chad Grober and I uh, made. So every single video I have ever made for Seabull's Comedy that has not been deleted from the YouTube channel, because there have been some, is now on the website. So there you go. If you're wondering, that's the reason, because I wasn't paying for the, the embed option, the, 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 co- the code embed option. Whereas I was just, now I can just put in the URL and boom, it's up there. So thank God. Now I can just link to the website instead of linking to the YouTube page and then people realizing that there's a, because my, my theory is that like I would link to the YouTube page on Twitter and then people would go, oh, look at this YouTube and just only see the YouTube, but they wouldn't see the whole breadth of what we have to offer at cpluscomedy.com. Speaking of which. We will lead off the second half of what I was going to, the second half of the show with what I was going to say. Uh, let's go on to our first story. Hold them in suspense, baby. If you ever want to know when the second half of this show starts, uh, as long as I have this DSLR, just jump ahead to about 16, 17 minutes. That's when the second half would you know, generally start. Because that's when the DSLR shuts off. This first story comes from The Hollywood Reporter. Written by Natalie. It just says Natalie. <laughs> Somebody forgot to put their byline in. Fox is in talks to acquire ad supported streamer Tubi. Report. Tubi is an ad stre- is a is a it's an ad supported streamer. It's it's basically free TV. You go to the website, you can watch, you know, from dusk till dawn. Um they've got I mean they got TVs and movies. TVs and movies. <laughs> Here we go. That's the title of this episode, TVs and movies. <laughs> They got TVs. Oh, oh, crap, is what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, you know, this show is supposed to be clean. And it's going to remain clean. And that's all we have to do. Okay. So, uh, Tubi is T-U-B-I. You go to Tubi. They've got TVs shows. they got movie shows. Um, and you watch them for free, obviously. You know, movies like Snitch, Hostel, Wild Card, Igor, if you ever want to watch that. All you have to do is sign up. 
They have apps all over the place. They have Android apps. They have Roku apps, Apple apps, uh, Xbox apps, I believe. So this would be a good way for Fox to get into the streaming race because everybody's got a streamer. Viacom has Pluto as well as CBS All Access and then whatever they're building off of both of those. Uh, we've got HBO Max coming, which is from AT&T, which owns Time Warner. I mean, which owns Warner Media because it's not Time Warner anymore. Uh, Disney's got Disney Plus, Hulu and ESPN Plus. So there's a, there's a litany and NBC has um, Peacock. So there's a litany of streaming services, obviously. Fox Corp is looking to bolster its streaming bona fides through an acquisition of ad-supported Tubi. This comes from the Wall Street Journal. The valuation is going to be at about $500 million. The deal talks come around a boom of interest in free ad-supported video streaming. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Tubi has shows like the last Sam- has movies like the last samurai shows like the bachelor but it's like old episodes of the bachelor uh, from partners including Lionsgate MGM and stars there's 25 million monthly users if you truly did not want to pay for TV you could just have uh, um, like an antenna on your TV you could pay for just Netflix like one streaming service with Netflix $13 uh, but still, uh, Antinagra TV, Tubi, Crackle. There are so many free. Uh, Voodoo's got some free stuff, uh, which is obvious. Which I think is going to be bought by somebody else, but I forgot who that was. Anyway, but there's just I think it was NBC. Uh, there's just there's a, there's so many ways to watch TV now that's free. Um, if if you could if you could survive ads now now bouncing booing off that yeah NBC wants to buy Voodoo. <laughs> This this came late last week. NBC Universal in talks to acquire Walmart's Voodoo ser- video service. This is from a reporter written by Natalie Jarvie. So Natalie Jarvie wrote both, if you're wondering. Voodoo operates a digital marketplace for movies and TV shows as well as an ad-supported streaming service. So uh, Voodoo is a place where you can buy movies, you can um, buy TV shows, Although I would never buy a TV show because <laughs> it would be, be get kept there. Uh, but the movies, if it's supported, if it's one of the studios that supports you know movies anywhere, then obviously you can watch anywhere. They have some good sales on Voodoo as well. You can also, and then oh, also you can watch free movies and free TV shows on Voodoo. But one of the things that I really like about Voodoo is a service I have yet to take advantage of with Voodoo is uh, you can. Get your DVD or your Blu-ray of pretty much any movie. I don't think I don't know about TV shows, but pretty much any movie. Um, and there's some movies that aren't supported, some movies are. But anyway, you take the DVD, you scan the barcode, you pay three dollars for a DVD or five dollars, I believe, for a Blu-ray. And at least this is what happens on the Android one. I don't know if you can do this for iOS. Let's see. I have the app. I have the app downloaded. You can, uh, and then you get that, and then you can have, and then th- that's you. That three or five dollars you spend, you're spending, is you buying a digital key for that movie, and they'll give you a digital key. So let me see if I can do it here. Uh, doesn't look like it, and I don't have my phone on me. You can definitely do it on the on on the Android. From what I remember, I don't know because I haven't done it. <laughs> Uh, but I wanted to do it for the Simpsons movie because I had the DVD for the longest. And then I got the Blu-ray. And the Blu-ray is scratched somewhere, but it's like it's not big enough for me to see. But it's it's uh, it's 
it's it's bad enough for the movie to skip. Not not even to skip. It like digitally it digitally artifacts everywhere. So, a deal. This is from the article. Would give NBC uh, NBCU ownership of digit of uh, Voodoo's digital marketplace for movies and television shows. Voodoo offers that free. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so this is uh, so Peacock. If we know that uh, Peacock is going to be an a, a, a tiered service, so you're going to have uh, some. You're going to be able to watch Peacock stuff for free. But with ads, you can pay for. Then there's going to be a, a tier that's like five dollars, and you and you get like some Peacock stuff and uh, some ads, and I think. And then there's going to be like a ten dollar tier where you get no ads and all the Peacock stuff. So maybe. My question is: I wonder if this is going to be the way that uh, NBC Universal will try to build peak and also if this is true then this is way too late in the game but if this is how they're going to use that architecture from voodoo and build that into peacock's free or to peacock streaming service period one voodoo streaming service not that good no matter what like i could i could i could pull up a movie right now and it would it would it would take a minute to pull up and play so let's do that. Let's pull up Little Shop of Horrors, last movie I bought, which is, I bought that a couple of weeks ago. It was five bucks. So I'll press watch right here. If you're watching the video, uh, turn landscape. Okay, so on the iPad, it brings it up pretty fast. It's very strange because sometimes on uh, the Xbox, it won't do it. I want to skip to the end of this movie so it doesn't, it's not staying in my, in my uh, do you want to watch it? <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that would be face ID. I think that would be a good idea for them. But they, if they were going to do this purchase, they would have had to have done this months ago. Walmart acquired Voodoo in 2010 as the home video market began to decline. Began to decline. The service launched in 2004 allows people to buy and rent movies. From, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I just explained that stuff. The Wall Street Journal first reported on the talks. Also previously reported that... NBCU is in talks to acquire ad-supported streaming platform Zumo. I don't X U M O. I don't know what that is. Zumo. The company appears to be bulking up its video offering. What is Zumo? So Peacock will be coming pretty soon with the three tiers: zero dollars, five dollars, and ten dollars. What the heck is Zumo? Zumo looks like it's free TV. <laughs> wow. Okay. Started in 2011. It's just like Tubi or Crackle. Or uh, the other free ones, Pluto. Even though Pluto's owned by CBS, I quite like Pluto. I enjoy. I only leave it on one channel. When they have the James Bond channel, I like to watch that periodically. But I only leave it on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles channel. <laughs> uh, so their website is just showing. Oh, you know what? Oh wow, it's got channels from Bloomberg Politics, Condé Nast, which is probably just. Uh, uh, bon Appetit, Sports Illustrated, Glamour, Time, WSJ, Wall Street Journal, uh, GQ, BuzzFeed, Newsy. But this is free, right? It's probably just taking, you know what this is? You know what I think this is? Sometimes on Pluto, there are some channels, and even on Amazon and now Hulu is doing it, which this is this this pisses me off to, to no end. There's, there's uh, videos that you can find on YouTube, like channels that, it, like BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed has a YouTube channel. Uh, but, or IGN as a YouTube channel, but then they all package it into a channel, like a forever playing channel on Pluto. So on Pluto, you'll see the IGN channel, 
or on Amazon, you'll see like a five minute video that, that was like a funnier dive video that is on YouTube. That's still on YouTube, but it'll be its own separate thing on Amazon. I don't like that. Stop doing that. I don't like this. Zumo seems interesting. It's got the movie Memento. And, uh, oh, that movie with Jack Black, uh, the Bernie movie. Um, the one where he, I think he falls in love with an older woman and she dies or something like that. But that looks like it's on smart TVs. Stop, anyway, stop packaging these uh, internet stuff. All right, listen. Stop packaging internet stuff and selling it to me like I'm stupid. Listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that thing I was talking about. And then other stories. <laughs> And we're back. I hope I left that in. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I just got this uh, clapper app for the iPad. <laughs> and <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, obviously it has news time. What day is it? It has news time's name on there and all this stuff. Because that's the only thing I need to use it for. Um, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. You know what else is interesting? I wasn't looking for this. Uh, it's it's also weird to... Um, to go on, I've been I've been watching that Love Is Blind show. Also found out I, I like I woke up this morning. First thing I did was like I I I, I googled to see if this one couple is still together, uh, and they're not. Uh, Jessica and Mark. But there's there is um this past so this past week I was watching Love Is Blind and all that stuff. But then just randomly, I checked Facebook at on Monday, and I saw. This girl I dated in college was uh, was like recommended to me, and I went, "Oh, that's strange." And clicked on her name, you know, to do some light stalking. <laughs> and I'm just kidding; I didn't stalk. I wasn't stalking. Was it? Um, but I clicked on her name, and then it was like, "Boom!" Oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't Facebook. It wasn't Facebook. It was Instagram. It was Monday on Instagram because that's the only thing I check. Uh, and I was and I was uh, and I was looking at it and I and I saw it, it was, and she was recommended to me, and I went, "Oh, look at her!" And I tapped on her. And then uh, found out she's get she got married, and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" And then it's so crazy because you just don't feel anything for the for that person anymore. But uh, I saw, I was like, "Well, it's it's crazy." You watch that Love Is Blind stuff, and then also me just being inadequate for women. Uh, yeah, just doing that. So what I was going to talk about before, when I stopped myself, sorry, I just had to see if this was recording, uh, was that. Y- Today's Thursday at the day I'm recording this. Today, you're listening to it, which is probably Friday, <laughs> but today's Thursday. Two days ago, on Tuesday, this is the this is the fastest turnaround I've had for an interview, but I wanted to get it done because I knew it was coming. Um, I spoke to Jimmy Pardo of the Never Not Funny podcast of Monk fame, of... <laughs> Of uh, his escapes the escape science show. I don't know what that the the show on the science television. A bunch of other things. Jimmy Pardo, one of my favorite comedians, um, and one of my and probably one of my favorite one. I probably say I don't want to say my favorite podcast, but one of my favorite podcasts. I got to speak to him. Had a nice twenty minute conversation, uh, recorded audio that no one will ever get to hear. <laughs> Last five minutes are a doozy. <laughs> it's true. Um, and he was great. He was wonderful. 
Um, he called me from his home in California and uh, it was it was I truly it was everything I could have imagined. I, so you obviously if you listen back way back episode 20 and I only know it's the episode 20 because I just uploaded every I just embedded a bunch of video on the website. But episode 20 gushing over Jimmy Pardo of this podcast is what I did. Gushing over Jimmy Pardo episode 20. I uh, I told a story of how I met Jimmy Pardo August 2017 at the Laughing Skull Lounge when he came into Atlanta. Uh, and I, I fumbled and mumbled and messed up my words. I was only, I was just a little baby then who didn't know how to talk to famous people. But now that I'm around famous people all the time, apparently, <laughs> I, uh, I, I spoke to him again over, uh, via the phone. Uh, he only had half an hour. Uh, so I had to pack in as much as possible. I did not get to ask all my questions, so hopefully I will be on Never Not Funny at some point because uh, I'll be a, a, a media personality, <laughs> and and I'll get to ask the rest of my questions. But uh, regardless, great conversation. He's a very funny guy, very personable, very affable. We we had a good conversation. We talked. I told him about. It. I was like, Hey, man, I met you. <laughs> It was very weird. Uh, I do fear, though, and I also felt this for another comedian uh, whose interview I've not put up yet, but I will do that. That's also about three months old, <laughs> but but also somebody I really like and whose podcast I listen to. Um, I was going through a rough patch when I didn't put that one up, and I feel so bad. Anyway, uh, I I like the the these two these two guys are the people that I feel like I I rushed. And it's like, I really want to talk to them because like I, I, I made the time and they made the time and I, and I just felt so bad because <laughs> at the end, because at the end, especially for Jimmy's, it was like, he had to be done by uh 2 PM Eastern time or uh, 3 PM Eastern time. And no, no, 2 PM Eastern. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He had to be done at the, at the top of the hour. And so we got to like one, it was like one fifty six, and I, I would just, went, Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta finish. I can't ask any more questions. And <laughs> either way, it was great. Uh, so that is up right now. You can watch it. I spent all day wa- reading that, reading and writing it. I spent all day reading it, and then I wrote it. <laughs> so you can go ahead and watch it. It's got a lot of media in it, some videos, some pictures, all that good stuff. Um, definitely check it out. Share it with your friends, please. It's a portfolio. It's not a question answer type. So definitely check that one out. I worked very hard on it. All right, so the main story comes from The Verge. Written by Julia Alexander, Love, Simon spinoff leads to more confusion over the Disney Plus and Hulu divide. So as you know, when Disney bought Hulu, they said they're going to put the family-friendly stuff on Disney Plus and they're going to put the adult-leaning stuff towards on Hulu. The thing about that is, though, that... There is there's some gray waters in be, in between all that stuff. The show Love Simon, Disney does not want to exactly be promoting. <laughs> um, this is this is Disney's. This is what Disney believes. Not me. Disney does not probably want to be promoting uh, a PG thirteen esque you know a gay film themed film and all that stuff. Uh, even though they bought Fox and they knew that. The, Types of movies like this are going to be coming out, even though Disney hasn't put that kind of stuff type of stuff out. I should really bleep out that S word I said earlier this episode. Not to dig out the bleep now, uh, but but now, you know, Love Simon was supposed to be on Disney Plus, which is family oriented, 
which would be great to show like Love, Simon to families and stuff, but now it's going to be on Hulu. The fluidity between the streaming services means that Disney can pluck titles from one and drop it onto the other. The reaction to Disney's supposed explanation didn't go well. Oh, okay. So here, sources told Variety that the reason for the movie was because, or for the for the movie, uh, what? <laughs> the Love Simon spinoff is going to be a TV show, right? Anyway, uh, was because Disney didn't think a show that contained quote alcohol use and sexual exploration. Whoa, <laughs> sexual exploration. <laughs> Jesus. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, the, the 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 title of the new show is called Love Victor, and it follows a new student on a journey of uh, sex of excuse me of self discovery, facing challenges at home, adjusting to a new city, and struggling with his sexual orientation. Jesus. Oh my gosh. Uh, High School Musical the series has two opening gay characters apparently. So why did they not do this? That is so strange, Disney. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oof, that is that is not bode well. Anyway, uh, but then Julia goes down further in the uh, in the thing, saying that uh, shows like The Simpson, uh, you know, The Simpsons and Mandalorian, even though those are a little bit more adult, they're on the Disney Plus service. Why? And then she also says that you know Simpsons is like a driving force for Disney Plus, so people would sign up. People like me would just sign up, you know, pay the $7 a month to watch the Simpsons anytime they want, which is what I did, obviously. And then I watched encore. And then I watched big city greens, ah, <sighs> both good show. And then I watched amphibia, which is, you know, <laughs> I have no plans on watching anything else except for the Simpsons. Um, so the, so then this is uh, so Todd Spangler and Joe Otterson over at variety. Um, there's there to further to further that point. There's this article says uh, questions remain for Disney plus Hulu amid Iger Chapek CEO transition. So I'll talk about this uh, news time next week. But Bob Iger stepped down. Robert Iger, good man. Bob Iger, who was the uh, CEO of Disney for uh, I think 14 years, some something like that, and so he's stepping back. Uh, but he's going to remain on the creative side of things. And uh, they got this new guy, Bob Chapek, who's not new to the company because he was the head of Disney Parks. And apparently he was chosen because uh, Disney Parks was just growing exponentially. As you know, just as Disney Plus is growing exponentially, which apparently racked up 28.6 million users just three months out of the gate. And then there's gains at Hulu and ESPN Plus. Uh, and then let's see. Okay. So Disney plus is obviously doing well. And Disney is, uh, really trying to bolster, bolster this streaming service. They just released, I think, uh, the last season of, um, the clone Wars, star Wars, the clone wars. They got another, uh, season of Mandalorian coming this fall, I believe. Uh, they got things coming left and right. Hopefully more encore because I love that show. I got two more episodes to watch. Why are ads popping up on Variety just randomly in the middle of an article? And I don't mean like, you know, like a pop-up. It was the article repositioned itself. 
Disney Plus scored a big early, blah, blah, blah. but not all has been smooth sailing. After it was announced that a Lizzie McGuire revival was in the works at Disney Plus, Variety exclusively reported that original series creator and revival showrunner Terry Minsky had been let go from the show over creative differences with Disney. It just changed again. Stop doing that. You know what's really funny? I saw. Um, it's not funny. This is uh, this is this is what kind of uh, sparked my my inclination of this. Uh, my, 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 this is what sparked the stories for me. So after love Victor was moved from Disney plus to Hulu, Lizzie McGuire, sorry, excuse me. Hillary Duff, <laughs> uh, took to Instagram and said, uh, and took like a, a photo of like the article and said, huh? Sounds like, sounds familiar, you know? And she did that thing where, you know, anyway, so, so now, so we know that their creator was removed from, the Liz McGuire revival um, was Liz McGuire revival going to be a little bit more adult. It, obviously Lizzie and her friends, Miranda and uh, the rest, they've, <laughs> they've all grown up and they're all, they're in their thirties. Now they're adults, they're people, they're human beings. It stands to reason that that show would be a little bit more adult. Uh, isn't that how, what happened with clueless clueless was like a PG 13 movie. And, I can't remember Clueless the movie. I remember Clueless the TV show very well. I've seen Clueless the movie a thousand times. I just can't remember right now. But Clueless the TV show had the same cast of people. Wouldn't doesn't it make sense? Like I think they dumbed not dumbed it down, but they 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 teened it down. They made it more teeny, you know, rather than I don't know. I don't know. It's I would think that for some of these shows. For the people that grew up with the shows, you wouldn't want to make it more adult. There was a I just saw something that the Proud Family is coming back, and the Disney Plus Disney gave it the go ahead for Disney Plus. Um, shouldn't that show? You know, Penny Proud is going to be an adult. I assume I think it's a cartoon, but they're going to make her adult at some point. She can't be in high school still. The Invader Zim movie came back, and that was a little bit darker than the show, and the show was already dark. Uh, I can't. The Rocco's Modern Life. That that movie was uh, pretty dark. I don't know. <laughs> that was a dark, but uh, but but then you know you have shows like that's so a Raven. When that that came back, Raven's Raven's home. You got the beautiful Chelsea that joined her, uh, and Anna Vanderlees, I believe, or Vanderpool. <laughs> I have a huge crush on her. Um, but you know that comes back, and it's still it's still the same vein, probably even more childish <laughs> because you know it's following Raven and her children. Um, and uh, Chelsea and her son, I think. <laughs> I watched four episodes. Disney's going to have to figure out because it's got high fidelity on Hulu, and high fidelity is probably already in the, was definitely already in the works before this Hulu acquisition. Uh, and then, but then they have shows like Mighty Ducks series coming back, Turner and Hooch series, but they're going to Disney Plus. So they've got to they they have stated. That one is for adults and one is for children. But then when you say something like Love, Victor, or excuse me, one is for strictly adults and one is for strictly families. So you you moving the chess pieces around, you're trying to change the game, is not helping. It's like the first, like the one time is not helping, obviously. Uh, so Disney, you got to stop making up rules as you go along. Because it just doesn't make sense. It's not helping in the long run. Um, I think that might be it. <laughs> wow, an episode where I'm not rushed. 
Okay. I'm only uh, this perked up because I just talked because uh, I just put out this thing with Jimmy Pardo and his, and uh, I'm very excited for it. So check it out. Seriously, check it out. It'll be great. Maybe I'll tag some of the interview at the end of this. I said that I did that last time, and guess who didn't do it? No, I don't want to do that. It's too much work. I have to pull out the bleep because I said the S word earlier. And if if I left it in, <laughs> this show's no longer clean. <laughs> no, nah, we gotta keep it clean. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head on over to the website, seabloodscomedy.com, where finally everything has a place. Uh, we got shorts. We got a documentary I shot a couple of years, I made a couple of years ago. We got uh, video versions of this show and video version of time, as well as interviews. Jimmy Pardo, Maria Bamford, Sherry Cola, Nicholas Coombe, Craig Ferguson, uh, at some point, the two people that I have not put up yet. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, Ron Funches, Lori Kilmartin, Jen Kirkman twice. Just a, Ron, it just a, I was going to say Ron Funches again. All a bunch of people. Go check it out. Uh, if you want to see a video version of the show, head to youtube.com slash people's comedy. You can see 147 videos. Head on over. As well, youtube.com slash comedy to see News Time, which is a weekly news show where I sit down in front of a camera with a script and read it, and it's sometimes funny, sometimes not. It's like the Daily Show. I choose one story, talk about it. The air just turned off, so I was wondering why I got really quiet. <laughs> what else? Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Seaplus Comedy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts. Other places. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Have a good day. Bye.